Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined by Randy Exton. Hello, my friend. How how are you doing? How's it going? That you got like a sunburn. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very visible. If everybody sees on YouTube, I have a nice white stripe across my forehead. Take a look. Yeah, I was at the uh, NHRA Nationals this weekend. Yeah, down in head Phoenix. on backwards. Yeah, I, I got the same sunburn uh, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. My brother <laughs> and I were South comparing Florida. them at the end of the day, and we're like, Whoops. "Yeah, that's going to be a couple days." Yeah, it's going to come back. So, so. Yeah. check uh, us out on YouTube. Get a good laugh. I, did it then <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right so grow summits uh coming up quick what episode is this guys what do we know 419. 419 episodes dang we need, be, we need to get joe rogan on for 420 <laughs> <laughs> or elon Musk. elon yeah there come you on go. over wouldn't that be great be uh, we got some we got some killer guests coming out uh to the grow summits from speakers uh great vendors it's a big party, guys. You gotta wanna you're gonna wanna be at this fitprogrowsummit.com. Check it out. Your tickets, I think they're going up if they haven't gone up already, and they're gonna keep going up. So mm-hmm. the the cheapest they will be is the day you look at them. 100%. Because they only go up after. So go check them out at fitprogrowsummit.com. Okay. So this episode, guys, is we're gonna talk about a, a lot uh, about the cost of inaction, right? And um you know, I'm gonna tell a story. I, I, you know, you guys kind of understand my story. I was a gym owner in 2009. I moved into this new location in 2015. And about that time, I was invited to, to come out to an event from our, you know, it's called STS, it was a, a mastermind group. They didn't know, really know what it was at the time, but got a call from my friend uh, Frank and Rick Mayo uh, to come on out, out to Rick's place in Atlanta, join a bunch of guys. We're gonna do something pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and which was interesting because that was like the week of my grand opening and i decided to go ahead and head out because i knew how important it is to surround yourself with with the best right like i want to be around the best people right um you know and that was 2015 and and every time i joined a group like that or the inner circle with russell brunson and todd brown's you know whatever we've grown top one the top one, yeah. We've grown, we've grown, uh, we, we grow, and it's because of all the decisions to put myself and put the businesses in those environments. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's there's the opposite that could also happen. I could have decided not to do anything, and I could be, you know, looking at my P&L a year from now and be in the same exact place, or um, hoping for the best. Hope is not a strategy, yeah, uh, you know. Um, you know, it's the decisions that you make along the way that, that are going to result, you know, they're going to create the result. It's, it's, it's the culmination of small decisions over time. Action 
action, action. yeah decision yeah. Then followed by the action followed, yeah. yeah they're very good point it's the actions yeah um i i will tell you in in it's you know interesting i've been getting some calls lately from some people that i was in that group with and you know i'm happy to help absolutely love, love helping people i want to um you know see what i can do to help right whatever it takes and I, and I know how difficult it is for them to get on calls with me because we were at one point the same place exactly because when we joined that group it kind of everybody was at the same level you know there were some guys doing a little bit better some a little worse whatever um and i hosted a, a webinar and it was like you know showing everybody the numbers you saw i mean a couple episodes we talked about or whatever and the gyms that are reaching out to me they're like wow I didn't realize or whatever. I'm, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. But I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck. Right. Uh, and after that STS kind of dissolved several years ago, many of them just kind of didn't do anything. Sure. And, and I would tell you that probably the biggest difference is that we did do something. We created the iron circle. We, cause there was like, that was the point. There yeah. was, there was no mastermind. I wanted to join Yep. in the fitness space, in the fitness space. There there's, plenty of them. I just didn't, you know, think that they were a good fit for me or whatever reason. They weren't the best of the best. I, I was doing better than most of them anyway. I was like, let's, let's create our own, sure. you know? And, mm -hmm. and so a lot of the folks from the SCS are now in the iron circle, which is awesome. And they are doing amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest uh, breakthrough that most of them are seeing is that the, the thermostat, and I'm going to talk about set the growth. So the thermostat of, of your life, it, it, everybody kind of has this comfort level of where, you know, like, let's just put a number on it. Like if I make a hundred grand this year, to me, that's good. If I'm making less than that, I need to work harder. If I make more than that, I kind of chill a little bit because hundred thousand, it seems to be good in, sure. in my circle, for example. But if your circle is, you know, hundred thousand is the lowest and everybody's doing 400,000, well, your thermostat, you can you can change your internal thermostat sure. to say, hey, this is what should be normal now. And I think the biggest takeaway and the biggest breakthrough from especially those coming from other masterminds into ours is they didn't realize what the ceiling should be. The yeah. ceiling over there was set really low and people doing really well over there are doing okay over here. Um, and, and I wanted to show people that there's a lot more to this game that they can make. And yeah. they should want to make. Yes. Because there was a point in time where I never, I didn't know what was good. Are we doing good? I don't, you know, I, how's everybody else doing? Is this, should, should we work hard? Is there more out there? Can we squeeze some more juice yeah. out of this lemon, right? Or whatever you call it. Uh, and I never knew it. And I think being around the folks that we have in the Iron Circle, them being around us, they realize there is a, there's way more juice to squeeze. Oh, absolutely. And there's a few knobs you can twist and do this and make things even better um, without having to work harder. That's the thing, because Mike McAllister had a great quote. He said, um, scale is growing your business without working any harder. That makes a ton of sense, sure. right? It's leverage, it's yep. all this stuff, right? And so um, I think the big takeaway was that the fact that we did do something and some of the other folks may not have, uh, you know, but I, I think, you know, now they're starting to come around, maybe they're, they're going to come in, you know, maybe join and or whatever. But I think there's a lot of folks out there just kind of treading water, not knowing how to grow the business, not changing anything because it's maybe the pain's not high enough, or maybe they don't know that there's more to squeeze out of this thing, or they think this is about it. Cause there was a point in time I was like, man, yeah. They, 
this this must be it because the people I'm around are doing less. So this must be it. And that and that right there is the, is a big component to all of it is the people that you surrounded yourself by influenced yeah. that thought process. Th- exactly. Your level of belief was was restricted to what you saw was possible based on the evidence surrounding you, right? Your environment told you, well, you're you're probably about the top. And then the next thing you know, you walk into a different room and you're like, holy, I am nobody in this world, right? Or like, you know, I'm a small fish in the pond. And I know some of the other masterminds we've been part of, like that was wildly eye-opening, you know what I mean? For when we talked revenue and numbers, I mean, there were some eight-figure businesses that we're sitting at the table with and there, that's a different position to be in, and not uh, saying outside that, the fitness. I was just industry. gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna clarify that. <laughs> not necessarily saying that this business, or you know, the fitness businesses can can get to that level. They were obviously in an entirely different industry, but it does show you what's possible, and it it starts to change your belief around what you're doing and what's possible with your situation. And you know, it goes back to you know, everybody, the law of averages, pulling you back keeping you, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that comfort consistency, you being the anomaly, being the one that's successful is it's the one off. It's the rare situation. Most people, you know, move through with the herd and that's the norm. And when you do kind of stray outside life is a way of trying to suck you back in. And mm-hmm. the, but to your point, the cost of inactivity, I don't think it necessarily was intentional on their end. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to go choose to be part of something else necessarily. I think it, you know, and, and most of us go through these things. We think that or we find out we we begin to believe that, you know, what what we have is good enough. And I think that the situation that you've put yourself in and we've done with the continued the forced growth is what it really comes down to is we're not going to sit by and just run and and hope and think that things are good where whether it be we're surrounding ourselves with other individuals that are doing better or we're pursuing coaches that are telling us that there's more opportunity one way or another we're forcing that change of belief that then comes with you know the decisions for that desire and the actions to follow right and if you don't if you're if you first aren't in the right room that's your biggest problem. Well, I think there's a lot of folks with, not in any room, and that's, unfortunately. They're and that's just, the thing. They're is, on their own. I mean, we we are coaches. I've had I have personal coaches. We've had coaches like we've talked about. I mean, like we're always in a position where we force growth. To us, that's the norm. And I think that that's a big realization for us lately is that most people don't have resources like that. I mean, I've been doing it since I was 21. I'll be 36 next month. You know, like I, I could not imagine not having somebody, you know, to, to lean on or, or somebody mm-hmm. in my ear saying, Hey, get your ass going and that type of thing. Because, right. you know, even with the best of intentions, you know, we all fall and falter and get comfortable and things like that. So having that, like you said, like you have to be part of the room and there's a difference a while ago we talked about, I can't remember the, the, the term I used, but like being close to the situation versus being all in and like actually part of the group. Right. If you're hanging around with other gym owners, you have the occasional conversation with them like it's one thing. But if you're having a, we talk daily with this group, we talk monthly with a scheduled call and a plan for growth. We meet four times a year mm-hmm. for the purpose of, you know, walking away with massive potential and growth. I mean, I'm trying to, what was it? 120 something, 160 percent increase in profit from one of our gyms over the last year. Yeah, like, yeah. God, th- this isn't stuff, this isn't another marketing campaign that's gonna put four clients in your gym. This is a, in, this changes your life. I know. It's, you know it's, what I mean? It, it is, 
pretty cool to see all of this happening and it's happening it's happening organically because it's it's people seeing other people doing things kind of asking questions doing it themselves everybody in this room in that iron circle takes action 100 and that's why it's not like they they're seeing other people do it and they don't do anything about it they just also do it yeah and they're like okay cool that did work let's do something else right and you know honestly for for me um you know legacy personal training and all this stuff i, I hope i'm not the the most successful at that mm -hmm. level i don't want to be because we're you know i'm gonna it's gonna be the average of everybody that's gonna come down right like i want to i want other people higher and there are people higher yep. in there which is great um i'm happy that there's gyms doing better than us uh, you know and there's gyms gym owners doing better than us in that group that have multiple gyms doing better than us and that's great like that's perfect i'm also doing other businesses too right and so are they mm -hmm. and and um i think what's really cool and i think this probably will hit a lot of gym owners that are maybe 10 years into this business even maybe seven eight might hit them too it's like okay the gym is doing what it's supposed to do at some level what else is going on like yeah. what else should i be spending my time with i think the the coolest thing um for for me personally is when we started profit it forced me to replace myself at at that time pulse fitness and now that i've kind of started a new venture with the short-term rentals it's forcing me to replace myself at profit with you and, and zach yeah. to, to take the the reins and it forces me to move on um and that's how I've been kind of growing, I guess, at some level, being able to do multiple things. And that's what these guys are doing too. But I will say that, that even in this group, in the Iron Circle, even in them, in most people, Jim's listening right now, getting out of the business is the biggest hurdle. And going back to my story, it's because I decided to take action outside the gym, it forced me to. Mm -hmm. For many others, if they don't have anything else, it, they don't have a reason to leave. Mike Michalowicz, what's the first thing in order to get yourself out of your business? You are no longer the owner of a business, you're a shareholder in a company. Yeah, you make decisions, you don't do the work, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah, you're, you're, you're... And the biggest, the, tick, the takeaway is that the decision flows through the employees, not the... Your job owner. is job creation. Yeah. Not fulfillment, yeah. And, and, and that, but I mean, it, it is a big shift. For a gym owner, if you if you think about the traditional route for somebody to get into that gym owner role, right? The majority of them, great trainer, worked somebody else, somewhere else, got the opportunity to open up their gym, you know, on the floor, training their, their clients, making some money, hiring some staff, getting help, growing a little bit. But like the challenges and the things that happen at each of those levels of growth, it's not the same thing that, you know, you knew as a trainer that created a great business owner. It's quite the opposite, right? You, if you're a great trainer and you step in and you become a business, a great business or a, a business owner, you're probably still a great trainer, and that's probably why you're not a great business owner. But to become a great business owner, you need to learn new skills, develop those skills, take action in that realm, and ascend into that next level. I think that, uh, kind of through talking about this, it, you know, it's it, it opens up my eyes to like each of those steps of growth. You had to step into the person, mm -hmm. not just okay, that's, that's the next thing I have to go do, right? You have to, put, you have to put yourself around the people that are doing it. You have to understand and learn the concepts that make that next step successful. And then you have to go become that person and execute mm -hmm. those things. But uh, yeah, you have to be in the right room. You have to change your, the person you are. Yeah. <clears throat> Success is not to be pursued. It's to be attracted by the person you become. Become. 
was it Zig or uh, Jim Rohn, one of their classics. Yeah, and, and that's the truth, right? Because uh-huh. you can't be the trainer technician and be the owner, operator, leader, guy at the same time. They're two skill sets that are not even close to the same. Yeah, you could be a leader on the training floor, but now that you have staff, totally different. Absolutely. And, and you know what's what's really cool about gym owners, there's no lack of work ethic. These these folks, us, we work harder than any other business owner that I know of. Period. I mean, maybe maybe not a farmer. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> Those guys work their ass sure, off. Sure, right? yeah, they're the clock, right? But but gym owners are are not afraid to put the hours in. They're not afraid to to get their hands dirty. They're not afraid to just get it done. You know, like don't don't go home till the work is done. Type but I think of thing. that's the, that's the greatest benefit. But now you pair that with a desire and an understanding that hey, it's not all of the work shouldn't be happening on your shoulders, yes. right? Like the, the understanding of that then the pursuit of knowledge of what it takes to to reach the next level everybody you guys are all at different levels i mean that's part of the reason why tim and i talk about you know different concepts and things some of you guys are listening to get to the point of where your monthly recurrings outdoing your your base operating expenses yeah. right like that's your goal that's why we start here right then from there then we've got to build the systems of the business and get you to a point of of stability cross that that delta line of well, now we're cash flow and we've got a positive business now we got to start working on the systems of the business that are going to allow you to scale and step the hell out way. Mm-hmm. But each of those things require different, like we can't teach the same concept to the guy on the left and the guy on the right and expect them both to benefit the same way. And you, as a, as a, a listener, you need to make the choice on saying, okay, where am I in my journey? journey? Yeah, yeah. What, what do I need personally in order for this to become who I need to be for this business to follow me to, to that next level. And I think that's a, a kind of the, the takeaway that I got from our conversation is, you know, it, it always comes back to like becoming that individual and it's easy to force. Like we like I said, we force growth. How? We put ourselves in the, the right room. We, we pursue a coach or we, you know, hire a coach. We have some, something that's providing the information mm-hmm. for us to take the action and then again, receive the result. Totally agree. And I think, you know, going back to the work ethic thing, you know, just because in fact, if you're like grinding all the time, and, and, I mean, he says it great. And he's like, you're doing it wrong. Mike Michalowicz is like, I used to be that guy that used to work, you know, you only, you got five hours of sleep. I only got four hours yeah. of sleep. And that was like a feather in the cap. Uh, it's the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, if you're doing it that way, you're doing it wrong. Because the, the guys that are successful don't do that. They're the opposite. They get eight hours of sleep and they've got plenty of time for anything because they've done it the right way. Um, and I think the hardest thing for a gym owner to do is relinquish control because there's a, there's a big pride aspect of owning a business. It's pride. Having, it's pride. It's it's they can't do it like me, or you know. And, and I get it because I, there's some stuff that I still won't let go sure. that I just like. Maybe it's I don't want to take the time to coach somebody. Or well, could you imagine if you had that? To, could you imagine if you had that across the realm? Like uh, you just you just you you just shared two businesses that you've essentially been able to figure out how the majority of that can come off your plate. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would not have had either of those opportunities or to be able to succeed in each of those opportunities had you not relinquish yeah I totally i get it yeah and so when you when you're okay with that i think your life changes a little bit and probably one of the things that i'm going to tell you right now is going to be the opposite of what you normally think is is the thing that gets your mind in a right position to be able to let go is to not care as much it's the hardest thing to do and be like okay with it being not as good as what you would have done, but being okay with it being 
eighty percent. You know, there's, it's it's fun. It's we talk all the time, right? Like it's your business, right? Your employees aren't gonna like every. I've seen like, so many people in that big push lately. Like Gary Vee's doing images all the time. He's like, of course your employees don't care mm. about your business as much. It's not. It's your business, not theirs, right? Like. There's some of it. It's just coming to terms with the natural, like that is a truth. It's a, it is just the way it is, right? We don't yep. have to argue it. We could desire that everybody cares about the same way, but it, it's not going to happen right. until their names on it and it's theirs, right? So if that is the case, we can leverage it because again, with great systems and great staff, you can grow and scale. It doesn't necessarily have to be one hundred percent, but you know, what is growth if it's ninety nine? 98% of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, it's, if you're still growing at that level, right? It's, it's totally fine and you have to be okay with it and you have to be okay with it being okay and not a fantastic, amazing five star on every single thing. So you care a little bit less, you don't get so caught up in all the little things. Uh, your life will be a little bit less stressful. I mean, that's one thing, you just let things go. Eh, whatever, we could do better next time. You know, instead of getting so mad that, you know, that person's fired and they got to they got to hire somebody else to train yeah, them and, exactly yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly so so listen guys uh, the the point of this show is that there's some there's decisions that you make there's actions that you take that either will help grow or or i mean keep you in the same place or essentially go backwards because we know there's no stagnation there's no, yeah. there's no status quo there's growth or decay <laughs> go back about 400 and yeah, probably 18, yeah, exactly. 18 episodes ago you'd probably hear that say that it'd be like episode 14 probably yeah. but you have to force the growth you have to take the action one of the one of the biggest pieces of action you could take is go to the damn growth summit you're, you're you sitting go. on the fence right now like why wouldn't you go why wouldn't you go oh it's because it costs money to go well what the is anything free like what, are you just going to be in the same place next year there's a there's a gym owner out of California that came to our growth summit in Scottsdale. He went to Nashville and he hasn't paid us a dime other than the ticket to the mm -hmm. event. And I think he did a CLA. He, he said, uh, my business has completely been transformed just at the things I learned at the growth summit for free. And he said that in Nashville. And then he joined the, the CLA program. And now he's like, I don't know what I would do without this. And he takes, he took the action in his, business is completely transformed in a good way. You know, it can transform in a bad sure, way too, absolutely. I guess, but it wouldn't be on a testimonial <laughs> saying it was bad, right? Um, and, and he just, you know, he took action. So what are you doing sitting around when everybody else is going to be out here in Scottsdale, Arizona in June, uh, listening from the speakers and learning and networking with other gym owners and sharing best practices and all this stuff that is specifically designed for the fitness micro gym industry. And you're going to sit at home? Well, then you deserve to be in the same place. 100%. You deserve to go backwards. And that's you're what not falls back, action. And that's exactly it. falls back on and, and you as the listener, on us as individuals, right? Like we are responsible. Nobody else is responsible for, for this. Like it's, it's ours. I'm going to read a, a testimonial. Again, we give away free advice all the time. Um, Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. 
So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. We got a testimonial from over the weekend. I got a, I got a, mm-hmm. just got a text message out of the blue. Okay. This guy hasn't paid us anything. He listens to this. Yep. He listens to podcasts. Catching up on your podcast. So I just want to say thank you for all that you do. As I work out and listen to the episodes, I realize that this podcast was actually the number one reason I decided to go all in on semi-private changing and change from boot camps back during COVID after we got shut down. January, February, and March are record months of growth, and we have really hit the tipping point as we move forward. It has truly changed my life. Thank you for all of this. And he shared his numbers, like a screenshot of of his QuickBooks. He took action, okay? So that there's 419 episodes out there. Well, maybe even 420. I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, settles. Um, and, and here's a guy, you know, gym owner. I don't even know where his gym is. I don't even know where it is. He's listening to the advice. And he Florida took, somewhere. Florida. He took yeah. action, right? He took action. And his, he just said he ch- we changed his life. Like, that's a kind of a big deal, right? Like, yeah, change his life. Um, I got one almost identical. This weekend from our other buddy, okay, is worth it. Worth, worth the read because I mean, you guys listening, this these are this is you. I mean, these, these are yeah. people that are in our network. These are people that we work, with, you know, like we're close with, and mm. same thing. We we've talked about the models. Our buddy Tommy that opened he, again just opened his gym this year. Yep. But we, he said he gave me his numbers where he's at. He's got over sixty members on reoccurring already. And he, I, you know, we start talking about that and he goes, I owe it all to you guys. He goes, I would be slinging $50 a month memberships if it wasn't for you. Yep. Because at the end of the day, he was going to open up a traditional, you know, open concept gym and, and offer training for those who wanted it. Yeah. But and, well, <laughs> I know that story. I, that's why fun. do you, but that's, but that's why he, again, he took action based on. It's the not, advice, guys, right? we're not just sitting here telling you this stuff because we, this is what we, hell, we're giving this we away. We're not even charging talk. you. Yeah, we're not even charging you for the information. So it's up to you to take it or leave it. But but there is no excuse for you to be in trouble. There's no excuse for you to be struggling. No. There is no excuse. The answers exist. There's no problem that can't be addressed. In the call that I had yesterday, with a friend of mine who was in the STS. Yeah. The end of the call, I said, here's the good news. You've got three things you have to do. All of these problems you have are all fixable. Here's what sucks. These are hard to do. Sure. You're gonna, you got some emotion in some of these. You're gonna have to let something go. You gotta reinvest in this and you gotta change like these other things in your business. It's gonna be hard. But guess what? That's why you get paid the big bucks. Him and his wife were there, both chuckled. 
they know what they have to do now. And it, look, it's not a rocket science. We've always said it. We say it. It's just hard, right? There's nothing easy in this world. What do you expect? Just be easy? Yeah, if it was easy, everybody would be walking around as millionaire business owners with six packs. I don't see many of those folks wandering running around the streets. Not right? a bunch of them, no. Right? Um, and we live in Scottsdale. <laughs> you just don't see it, right? It's just hard. And the hard things, you know, take a lot of effort and, and you just got to do it. But they all, they all take action. So now he has a decision and his wife had a decision. They could either not do it or they can take the action. And by the end of this year, they'll be in a different place. I think I know which way they're going to go. But it's up to them. Like Absolutely. I'm not going to do it for them. They're going to make the decision and to take the action. And that right there, I mean, that's that sums up the whole purpose of the conversation. It's the cost of inactivity. Right now, they have a it's a potential gain that they're sitting on mm -hmm. because of the actions that they can take. If they don't take those actions, that is the cost of inactivity. Yep. Um, there, there again, like you said, there is no excuse. I mean, our our pivot years ago when it came when we went from more of the agency model running ads and doing that for gym owners versus teaching the concepts that created the substantial business that we're sitting in is exactly like the trans like that was the the hard decision for us to make because this is where you you as gym owners benefit over there we're providing you guys with the carrot we're just taking you a little bit further and after two, three years, we were having that hard conversation with our friends and, and they were in this exact same boat. And so we, so we changed what we were doing and we said, all right, let's provide the information on the things that got us where, you know, Tim's Jim's at, that's allowed us to get here. And that's the stuff that we share with you. That's the stuff that we talk about in our own circle. It's the stuff that we coach about in our coaching programs. But the action has to happen. That's the hardest part. And that's, that's the one thing that we can't do for you guys. Yep. Yep, the knowledge is there. The, if we don't have the answers, we can get the answers, which is pretty cool. That's you know, exactly. If we had that. to, so like I, I don't think I've been stumped yet. But there's been there's some people uh, have asked questions that I've had to ask for second opinions on. Sure. For, you know, um, and as I should, I shouldn't just guess, right? So, um, listen, y'all. Hopefully, you decide you want to come to the Grow Summit, FitProGrowSummit.com. Would love to shake your hand, uh, tell stories, have a cocktail. I like bourbon. Yeah. Um, That's how that conversation happened with that gentleman. He came to the Grow Summit in Nashville, sat, walked in the door, shook my hand. I had a bottle of bourbon. We sat down having a drink, and now he's got a whole different business. Oh, Tommy. Tommy. That's how it all started was right there with at the Grow Gosh, Summit. I can't wait to share with you guys. I'm closing on a house in, in Kentucky this week in the bourbon trail. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's going all in. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, so that's it for this episode. Hopefully, we'll see you in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, June 8th through 10th, fitprogrowsummit.com. That's it for this episode. Keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. All right, and thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.